Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode three of In the Meantime Podcast, a lifestyle and personal growth podcast for single Christian women over 40 who are actively waiting for a spouse and what that life looks like in the meantime. I am so happy that you're joining me today. It is great to be talking with you. I wanted to let everyone know that I am recording in a different location, so it wasn't so it's not going to be as echoey today, hopefully. I'm in my closet surrounded by a lot of clothes which are sucking up all that extra echoing. And I also wanted to let you guys know that I am on Apple Podcasts. So, if you can find me at by searching in the meantime or my name Tori Chase and I'll come up and so please subscribe to me over on Apple and also leave me a five star review I really appreciate it so let's go ahead and recap last week's episode we talked about traveling or planning for travel and I want to know where are you going have you made a plan have you started budgeting If you don't take action, you'll never do it. So do you want to wait until retirement to travel? Or do you want to go ahead and start making plans to go out, experience new places and cultures, make great memories, and be an even more fascinating woman? I was in Afghanistan at the onset of COVID. And if I was afraid to travel, I would still be there over a year and a half later. So I am glad I left. Um, It was a great experience uh, at I, I don't know if I can recommend deploying, but um, I would deploy again if given the opportunity. But uh, I just want to let you guys know, don't be afraid of traveling. Make sure you are following guidelines where you are, you're obeying the rules, and you are being safe. So if you want, go ahead and go over to my blog at rootandcedarco.com. I put up a blog post on Wednesday, as I do every Wednesday, the top 10 tips for traveling that I think you guys will get a lot out of. Those aren't all the tips you can use for traveling, but those are tips that I think would be super helpful, especially if you are a new traveler or someone who doesn't travel often. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into this episode. It is going to be on focus preparation, and we're going to be talking about Uh, our emotions. And this is going to cross a little bit with uh, spiritually and mentally um, getting ourselves healthy for marriage. And the title is Who's in Your Circle? Okay, so this message really dovetails uh, perfectly to what I've been experiencing this week with uh, sermons and also my own Bible study. So I wanted to go ahead and share this with you. So on social media, I'm, like I've said, involved in groups. I'm sure you are also involved in groups. And if you've noticed, particularly in Christian groups, people just laying bare their deepest emotions, sins, or moral behavior to complete strangers. It doesn't matter if the group is Christian or not. Uh, people are just putting out their all of their pain, their hurt, their trouble. They're asking for advice. Maybe they're asking for encouragement. And I want to say right off the bat that I believe, believe most people are genuine in how they want to encourage and they're trying to do the right thing. But I want you guys to consider what you're telling people who is actually in your circle. And social media is forever. There's a lot of data and information that's being mined by nefarious actors, especially in my my field of study and uh, where I work, I look at this. So I want you guys to be careful about what you're posting on social media, and particularly when, when it deals with what is affecting your heart 
if you need to make decisions, if you need advice and counsel for your heart. And so I want you want you to ask yourself, would you go to church this next week and walk up to a random person and talk about your past sexual habits? You know, arguably, you probably know this person, you know, in quotes more because at least you can see them. They go to your church. You know, you know, they're real. And do you overshare on social media? Ask yourself that question. Would you tell the next person you saw at your church everything that you might be posting on social media or everything that you see posted on social media? I understand social media is seen as a place to connect and feel safe, and but it also gives people a platform to just spew everything on their hearts and minds. And the thought might be that you don't, you're not really telling people something because you really don't know them. So maybe they're really not real. But of course, you're going to receive that feedback. You love to receive positive feedback from someone. And it's a place where you can receive that feedback. You're going out to to people who are going to give you what you want to hear mostly. And so I want you to understand that, you know, in Proverbs 13, 20, um, it says you pretty much you really got to surround yourself with wisdom. And in 24, 6, it says, you know, to wage war, you need guidance and victory is won through many advisors. And what is an advisor? Okay, so it's someone that's able to give you advice about that particular situation because of either they have the experience or they're close to the issue and they know you and they're able to speak to you in a way that you can receive that information because you know them and you trust them and you trust that they're going to tell you the truth. You can be receptive to that advice because they're willing to hold a mirror up to your face and keep you accountable. You really can't say the same about the people in the social media group. And we're in spiritual warfare all the time. And we have so many voices in our heads. Have you ever thought about that? Have you thought about the people on social media that you are interacting with, that they are voices that are in your head? And how are we able to discern who to listen to, let alone God's voice, if we have so many voices in our head? And on Thursday, uh, Pastor Jerry Flowers, if you follow his YouTube video uh, channel, you should. It's Redefine TV or Jerry Flowers. Watch his latest episode that was on this past Thursday and his message on discernment. And I'll put the link in the show notes. But I really want you guys to be mindful, especially women of our age. We have a lot of experience. We should know by now that the voices that we want in our heads, the voices that we want surrounding us should be those people that we trust, people that we know can speak into our lives, can speak to the situation because they know the details, they know the facts, they know us, and we trust them to give us with to give us that godly wisdom because we know their heart, we know their personal walk, you know, we know their experiences. So they can go deeper with us than we can get on social media. So less is more. Have a group of close friends that you can trust because you really are influenced by the company you keep. And social media, like I said, allows you to have that platform to get that attention, but it also attracts that company who might not be telling you the truth. Not because they don't want to, but how can they? They don't really know you. They don't know the details. And sometimes you choose not to share all the details 
And you can see this. There might be bright red flags you keep to yourself. So people can will tell you what you want to hear that will allow you to hope for more in a situation that maybe you need to get yourself out of. And I'll give you an example. I usually give very generalized advice on social media. You know, heal, plan, and take action. That's pretty much what I say. I don't go into really specific details because I had an experience with a woman who was suffering a disability and she said, you know, it was very hard for her to get a job and, you know, she really wants to get a job in this particular field. What should she do? She didn't share really any details of what she's done, what she plans on doing, uh, what hasn't worked in the past. And so I gave her some very generalized advice. I said, you know, this is generalized advice, not knowing the details or specifics of your situation. The best thing I think that you can do, which anyone should do, is research and plan. You know what you want to do? Have you done enough research with regards to how to get into that field? You know, what you may need to study, where you may need to go for that job, what type of jobs. Maybe you had a specific job in mind. Maybe there's something complementary to that job. You know, go out and do your research, study. Um, Maybe there's an internship you can get. And make a plan of steps that you will need to take in order to get to where you see yourself. That's what I told her. I received a long, long message from her telling her that I didn't know what I was talking about because she has a master's degree. She's done all this studying. She's made a plan. She hasn't, you know, she's done X, Y, and Z steps. And, you know, I really shouldn't say anything because I don't know her situation. And she was really suicidal about this. And I was like, uh, okay. I responded back to her and I said, like I said, I don't know the specific details of your situation. You've asked a bunch of strangers to give you advice. We don't know what you've done. Certainly don't know what hasn't worked. And if you found my advice to be something that you can't take, then you should leave it exactly where you found it. And so if you are suicidal, I would recommend, you know, calling the suicide prevention hotline. I gave her the link. I gave her the number. I said, you really need to talk to somebody about this, not me. So she wrote back and was like, oh, you know what? I was just feeling really mad. And so I just wanted, I just wanted to talk to you. And I'm really glad I got that out of my chest. So sorry. And I'm really not suicidal. And I'm thinking to myself, I just gave you really generalized advice. You sent me a long message telling me I don't know what I'm talking about, giving details. And she went into a whole lot of specific details, uh, stuff that she should not have shared, stuff she definitely did not share, and which would have probably changed my advice to the point where I would not have given any. And how am I supposed to know that when you don't share? And, And I told her, I said, you did not share any of these details with us. So how are we supposed to know to get specific? And so here's a person that is taking all her anger out on me to feel good. And, oh, sorry. (laughs) Okay, so now, from now on, I said, okay, even generalized advice cannot be taken well. And that's the point. You don't know who these people are. They don't know you. They aren't going to be receptive, even to basic generalized advice. And so when I notice myself getting annoyed, maybe upset um, with the stuff people are putting out on social media, And when people are asking for specific advice, I tend to just go ahead and I let it go. You know, I may back off from that group for a while. I don't give any specific information um, because usually it's the same people 
putting out who, you know, have unhealed hurt, bitterness, resentment towards an ex or towards people. They don't heal. They don't want to take your advice to heal. And they come back week after week, you know, asking for certain things. So, you know, these type of voices can linger. And I don't want you to put out information about yourself that can stay there around forever and then receive information. Maybe you're not ready to receive that information yourself, but to receive information that might not be helpful specifically to you. And what you really need to do is have a close group of people that you can trust for those really deep issues that you have. If you want generalized encouragement and prayer, you know, I that's great. You can always reach out to the Christian body. I think that's helpful. But when it's close hold, close to your heart, keep it to just your advisors who are going to be able to help you have victory. So this week, an action, um, a couple actions that I think would be helpful is to vet the people in your life. Do you spend more time sharing intimate details of your life with strangers or the handful of people uniquely equipped to advise you on how to wage battle and to win? And then shut out the voices hindering your ability to discern and start cultivating personal relationships with those few people that you trust, especially during this time of covid you know, since a lot of people can't see each other, we really should have been cultivating those close relationships to those wise women in order to help us get through periods of, you know, pain and frustration, disappointment. You'll need a few close advisors to pray and advise when you meet your future husband or that that will pray and advise when you meet your future, uh, future husband and they will help you as you move into your next season and then the next season after that. So pick wise women to guide you and be a wise guide to another woman. Okay, so let's go ahead and look at our scripture reference. Today is Proverbs fourteen fifteen. Now, this scripture is a little bit different, but I think it really um, speaks to the situation that I'm talking about today. And Proverbs 14, 15 says, The simple believes everything, but the prudent gives thoughts to his steps. So who is a simple person? Well, the word means someone who's easily persuaded. They're naive. They're open-minded. I know we hear a lot about this open-mindedness, but and being that way, they will support or be faithful to the whole, to the totality, you know, without testing, without really, you know, looking at things logically using their discernment. But the cautious, the prudent one is cautious, and they use good sense and they discern. They're able to distinguish or separate, you know, what they need to do, what they don't need to do in order to understand their next steps. The cautious has a sense of going. They know exactly where they're supposed to be headed. And what I took away from this verse is if you don't discern what you hear, you'll be persuaded to do anything, go on any path that might not be God's best. So take that with you this week. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel, both on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud and on Google, or and also visit my website at www.rootandcedarco.com. I will have a blog post that goes more in depth about this topic coming up on Wednesday. So until next week, I hope you guys go forward with action. And remember, you're fascinating. You're beautiful women, and let's go ahead and uplift each other this week. All right, see you next week. Bye-bye.